Beginning, you lived for many years in Sheffield, of course. What was that like? When did you leave there? What age? Well, I married a Sheffield girl. Yeah. But I used to work at the clubs around there before, before we met. And uh, she worked for the Bailey organisation, the office. I was sent to see me work in a club in Rotherham to see if I was good enough to work <laughs> okay. for the Bailey organisation. And that's when we met. She came in, the group that was playing at the, at the Irish show band that were playing at the very old house there, they could go with to see me because they'd, they'd heard about me. And I saw her walk in and I, I, I did the first song and turned to my bass player and I said, I think I've just seen the girl I'm going to marry. Wow. And that was 52 years ago. <laughs> yeah, not many can say that, can they? Wow. No, no. She's still my current wife. Yeah, and that's good. In a showbiz life, Tony, that's very rare and uh, you must be very proud of that fact. Uh, certainly am, yes. Yeah, and she must be, of course, as well. Your first chart hit was Las Vegas in 1971, but your biggest yes. hit was I Did What I Did For Maria, which almost got to number one, didn't it? Got to number two, I think? Two, yeah. Sunrise, this is the last day that I'll ever see. Out in the courtyard, they're ready for me, but I go to my Lord with no fear. Cause I did what I did for Maria Chirpy, 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 chirpy. Middle of the <laughs> <laughs> It was a novelty song, I know, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you got a disc in the end for Amarillo, didn't you? So, uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. when it first charted, that only got into the top 20, didn't it? Yeah, but there's a, a, slow, a slow. story about that because it was it was number one all around the world. Lots of places, Australia, New Zealand, Germany, uh, Switzerland, Austria, particularly in, in uh, Spain. It was their hit of the summer. It was in, in their number one for weeks and weeks. And that year, 71, is the year that they, they started doing the cheap flights and cheap holidays for the British to go to Spain. Yeah. So the British people bought that record in Spain because it was played to death. Which of course meant register in the British charts as high as it should have. No. What is your favourite song to sing on stage? Um, I personally, I mean, I like most of my stuff anyway. They're all, you know, I've been very fortunate to be given a lot of good songs. Um, I do like uh, Avenues and Alleyways. Yeah, the TV series <laughs> Protectors. Protectors, yeah. <laughs> still sound as fresh today as what they did then um, yeah. I can't really when I hear your collection and your back catalogue there's not really a song that's dated in any way which is which is tribute to you that they're still as popular with your fans today aren't they they are but, and all the fans have got different likes you know a lot of them prefer Avenues and Alleyways to Amarillo which a lot of particularly when I do shows for gangsters they like that one <laughs> <laughs> okay 
Uh, we jump to 2002. Now, Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights revived Amarillo, and three years later it was chosen to be comic release Charlie Song. Take yeah. it to number one, of course. And was it fun making the video? Because we all remember hilarious scenes from it to this day. Yeah. What happened was, we were living in Spain. We left uh, the UK in, uh, in 1990. Went to live in Spain because the business over here wasn't very good. Didn't have a record deal, but I was selling selling millions of records on, on the continent. So I said to my wife, you know, we've got a little holiday home over there. Let's, let's move. And, and at least I can play golf in short, <laughs> you know. And so we, we did, and um, we actually stayed there 15 years. Yeah. Universal Records got onto my son for trying to find where I was. Yeah. And uh, he says, well, he's living in Spain. He says, we put uh, like a best of album out of your dad's music. And that we'd like him to... Uh, come over and, pr and promote it, do a tour or something, you know, yeah. some radio work. And if he does that, we'll TV advertise it, which will uh, guarantee top ten. So that's how, that's how it came about. Sean got, got this agent that he knew, and they rang me and said, well, was I interested? And I said, yeah, you, you fix me a, a tour, I'll, I'll come over. So they fixed it, I think, about 35 days. And that's when halfway through, I got a phone call to say that uh, Peter Kay was using Amarillo on his uh, comic relief video. Would I like to be on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right then. So uh, I had to get down the next day. The next morning, I think, got a train, and and I, I took a very, very expensive suit down with me. Yeah. Thinking I've got to look smart. I'm, I'm known for looking smart. Yeah. I went in, the, went in the dressing room. Peter Kay walked in holding a suit and looked at mine and said, what's that for? I said, that's my suit to wear on the video. Uh, it was his suit. He's like four stones heavier than So I put the trousers on and uh, they fell they they down. So they got to get, get something to hold the trousers on. <laughs> yeah, but he says, we got the girls prepared. Put the jacket on, about four inches uh, too long on the arms and all you know, hanging over the fist. Uh, and they put bulldog clips down their back to try and make it look at least you know, half decent. And then he said, oh, I want you to wear this as a bloody awful uh, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I said, I look stupid in this. He says, yeah, this is comic relief song. He says, that's why I want you to look stupid. So anyway, we went out and I went through it thinking it was a rehearsal. And it wasn't, <laughs> that was a take. Uh, that was it. Thank yeah. you. I said, not, not a rehearsal. No, that's it. Thank you. So then I went back on and carried on my tour. Of course, within a week, when Comic Relief went out, my album was in the top ten. And yeah. When that Amarillo went number one, uh, my album went number one. That's number 15. The day is dawning On a Texas Sunday morning How I long to be there With Marie who's waiting for me there Every lonely city Where I hang my hat Ain't as half as pretty As where my baby's at No persons were injured in the making of the video except Ronnie Corbett. Ronnie Corbett fell down. To me, it's, it's still, I think, a lot of people's favourite comic relief video and song for sure, I think. Play yeah. today, you know, everyone's doing the, the old saluting and, you know, the old cowboy hat routine, don't they? Yeah. No, they all love that. Yeah. Going off that a little bit, Tony, um, yeah, as your voice has been compared to many legends out there, you know, Tom Jones, Matt Monroe and Engelbert, to name but a few, who set the bar for you to aspire to in your career? In my early days, uh, Sinatra. It was Sinatra, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He was my hero, I was singing one. 
Yeah, and you've been awarded the freedom of Amarillo, Texas. Um, have you ever been to the place? Yes, yes, I, I did. When I do the, the next tour, I got a four-day rest because it was a heavy work. You know. Yeah. And I got four days to sort of give my voice a rest, and I said, the Sun newspaper said, oh, we don't arrange for you to go to Amarillo, meet the mayor and be made a freedom of the city and all that kind of thing. So I did that, and uh, I got uh, went one day with a full day of press release and press thing and TV cameras um, with the mayor. And I said, uh, you know, the, this song, I said, no, I said, I've never heard this song. He said, we know I'm Amarillo in the morning. You don't know, that's a dark guy, but what's in Amarillo? He said, yeah, he's in the town hall a few times. Okay. And he, he never sang the, he never sang it. It's the song that he wrote. No, he never sang it. I found very, very strange. Yeah. Now, I've never heard it, to be honest, so I don't know. But anyway, and then next year, possibly a, a tour of the UK? I, I met up with uh, Nelson Riddle's son, Mr. Bond, because he's, he's got the, uh, the rights to his dad's arrangement. He, yeah. he wants me to do the uh, Nelson Riddle tour with me as a singer. Okay, all right, well, lovely. Do you like Real Ale? Uh, finally finishing off here now, Tony, song interpreter. What snippets from the book can you reveal briefly, and why has it come 50 years into your career? Have you not thought about doing it before? I did do about six years ago. Yeah. Reluctantly, uh, and only because something involved that the guy that did uh, Bill Wyman's autobiography. Yeah. Right, that something. Um, he would like to do it to yours. So I said, okay, then we'll have another go. And he, he travelled around all the gigs I did and he made notes. And then one day we got a call, he went weeks and weeks. One day the phone rang and they said, oh, we're sorry to tell you that he died. Oh dear. Kidding, I'm not, I don't think you believe me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. No, no. But anyway, you've got it out today and um, it's yeah. available online and in stores nationwide, isn't it? Tony, big thanks for talking with us and I uh, wish you all the best with your talk. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you. No problems. I'll speak to you soon. Oh, bye bye. Memory awaits for me.